found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Friday. It's the sixth day of May, and we've got some mist and fog. That's the order of the morning, Matthew. Mist and fog. Yes, mist and fog. All right. Good to see you. Good to see you. And um, this is the final tidbits of the week. Yes. Weekend plans. It looks like it's going to be pleasant. Yeah. Well, it's Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Mother's Day. Got motherly things to do. Got to take care of mama. Yeah. Sunny Saturday in 64 and mostly sunny Mother's Day in 67. So that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Then sunny in 78 Monday and then mid-80s for Tuesday. What the? (laughs) So maybe part of your Mother's Day plan should be including the AC unit. You know, it's probably going yeah for Mama. Yeah. You got to do it for Mama. <laughs> we got to keep Mama comfortable. <laughs> here's <laughs> here's a uh, sheriff's deputy ran over a woman while she was sunbathing on a Florida beach. Oh, geez. The uh, woman was soaking up the rays at St. Pete Beach when Pinellas County Deputy Todd Bryan got a 911 call. Dispatched to another location in his fully marked 2017 Chevrolet Tahoe. Authorities say Deputy Bryan made a right turn from his parked position when he struck the woman while she was lying on her back in the sand. The front left tire of the SUV drove over the right side of the woman and her mid to upper back rushed to the hospital. She's expected to survive, but what a tragedy. What a bad day. An investigation is going on. Of course, if you're, I don't know, probably he's at a distance where he doesn't see her. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And you get the call, and next thing you know, they're, I don't know. Just not good. Not a good <laughs> not deal good at, at all. all. Imagine going to the airport mm. and packing with you 23 weapons. Here's a, <laughs> the <sighs> TSA agents found a stash of 23 weapons in a man's carry-on at a checkpoint at Ronald Reagan Washington National. Locking blade knives, a dagger, disposable scalpels, martial arts throwing knives, and a pair of brass knuckles. <laughs> Packed in the bag. What's he doing? <laughs> <clears throat> now, they say if the weapons had been packed and checked luggage, the administration said it would not have needed to issue a citation. Right. But he's got it and he's carrying it. But yeah, your carry on's a whole different story. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> Authorities were alerted. The man issued a citation, so they didn't really even haul him off. But what are you doing carrying all that into an airport? Like, what do you? <laughs> I don't know. You know, why do these guys have swords in their house? I don't. You know, <laughs> and they always pull them out to chase their brother or something. Sure. You know, the brothers argued. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers argued. <clears throat> when one pulled a sword, he started hacking the other one. So. I don't know why. Did we have a story years ago about a guy that had a samurai sword and chased down another dude on a bicycle or something? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. You know, again, what are you doing with that? What are you doing? They're the guys staying up watching the late night TV, that guy hawking knives. <laughs> have you ever seen ever seen that guy? Well, you know, I was... 
I don't watch a lot of regular TV because we don't have it. Yeah. You know, but I was at my parents' house and they still have satellite and this infomercial for knives came on. <laughs> yeah. And it's like ever since infomercials have been around, there's been someone hawking knives. Yeah. Why are knives like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. At this point, we should have bought the last set of knives we'll ever need several times over, you know? You've got Bowie knives. You've got, you know. <laughs> and he's real good. He just keeps going. Yeah. Explaining, you know, he's a knife expert for sure. <laughs> the uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame. If you didn't know there was one, there is. All right. In New York. Announced the induction of... Groundbreaking Games, Ms. Pac-Man, Dance, Dance, Revolution, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Sid Meiser's Civilization. They've all made the hall. Ms. Pac-Man, the 1981 sequel to Pac-Man, sold 125,000 cabinets within five years of its release, making it one of the best five best-selling arcade games of all time. Wow. Dance, Dance Revolution. It first arrived in Japanese arcades in 1998. It's been followed by more than 100 versions of the rhythmic game, credited with inspiring other music-based games. I don't... I've never played that. Guitar Hero, I've seen people. I've not played it. You ever done Guitar Hero? Oh, yeah. I had Guitar It was did great. Get, did you get wailing with it? The problem is... The, here's, the, here's the problem. Okay. Is that when you play guitar for real, yeah. and especially if you maybe know how to play the song that, that you're playing, like what they have you do and what you have to do are two different things. Okay. So there's like a mental hump you have to overcome to do it. Okay. Actually, I worked at a radio station and we did a... Guitar Hero tournament. Is that right? Yeah. And one of the one of the people that won was like a stay-at-home mom or no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's <laughs> it was like she got her kids, sent them to school, yeah. and then spent the rest of the day just playing Guitar Hero. She was incredible. <laughs> oh, I worked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> she was incredible. <clears throat> Cleaned house all day. Yeah. <laughs> It uh, talks of the legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, earned multiple Game of the Year awards when it was released for the Nintendo 64 in 1998. Mm. And then Sid Meiser's Civilization, released in 1991, reinvented the strategy genre with players taking control of empires over the course of centuries of in-game time. So I'd never played that. Never played that one. But, of course, everyone, I think, is familiar with Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. And um, they've made the haul. Congratulations. Way to go. And uh, down the road at the Toy Hall of Fame, don't forget the stick is in there and sand. <laughs> okay. That's right. Some of the best t toys on earth. Yes. A stick and sand. And sand. <laughs> it's, uh, <sighs> it's just about 630 We'll uh, take a break for news. We'll check weather, and we've got more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. Well, it is a TGIF. 
TGIF. That's uh, TGIF. That's right. Yeah. The average person expects to stream over 290 different movies or TV shows this year. Wow. And according to a recent survey, and people also think they'll stream 437 hours of content. That's equivalent to more than 18 full days of binge watching. The survey also found that people are reevaluating what streaming services they pay for. In fact, 57% are planning to cut some of their paid streaming subscriptions. Hmm. Says the average person will be dropping three out of five that they have. You guys have that many? Um, let me think. Let's see. Hold on. We got. You got Hulu. We got Hulu. Okay. Is that? See, I don't know what they all are. We have five or six. Okay, so you do. Yeah. And I guess you can't get everything on just one, can you? No, That's of course why not. You, you know. Right. Yeah. And it seems to me that when I see previews of things on TV, of course, I'm a tightwad. I'm on regular, you know, direct TV. Yeah. But when you see previews of these series, they're always on those things. And it's like, those are the best. Why aren't those making regular TV? Why can't I watch them? They look good. They don't care about you. <laughs> it's because they're making money off the other people. Yeah, That's I why. guess. But it does look like there's an awful lot of good series and things mm-hmm. on those. So For sure. You know, we've had stories of people stealing baby formula. It says that mothers across the country are struggling to feed their babies due to a nationwide shortage of baby formula. Wow. Supply chain issues and a national recall to blame. According to Baby Formula Stock <laughs> at more than 11,000 retailers across the country, 40 to 50% of the top-selling Baby Formula products were out of stock. It says the out-of-stock levels jumped 9 percentage points over the month of April. Now prices are up 18% over the past year as mothers are trying to find ways to feed their infants. Hmm. I did see a pediatrician on television say that trying to make your own, like they offer recipes on the, sure. you know, is not a good idea. It's mm. dangerous, he says. Really? Yeah. One mom said she found eight cans of formula on eBay, but it's being sold for $800. Gosh. The cans typically cost between 43 and 47 Now, that's just not right. Gosh, man. It says that mothers should not try to dilute the formula and make their own or substitute it with cow's milk. So what do you do? Junior doesn't like peas. <laughs> I guess at that age you're at not even eating. Yeah, you know you. <laughs> you, gotta, you know, my mother told me that uh, she used to put uh, cream of wheat in my bottle. Sure. And uh, you know, I was very content. You know. Yeah, if I'm. Maybe you could go. I remember that being a thing when I was a kid. Cream of wheat, you know, good, nutritious. I had my bottle until I was eight years old. <laughs> yeah, that's still great. <laughs> Only at grandma's though. <laughs> Grandma let you get by with. That's it. right. <laughs> this. Uh, I feel like I had cousins that were born that 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 yeah. was the thing. You know. You know, I don't know. There's, you know, the nothing's ever recommended. You know, but um, if it works. <laughs> Even still, with with a can of formula costing 
you know, over forty dollars. I mean, that's how long does that last? We didn't we didn't do a whole lot of formula, but I feel like when we did, yeah. it didn't last very long. Yeah, surely it wasn't that much then, was it? I'm sure it's always it been. was expensive. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. it's always been expensive. Why? Why has it got to be like that? I don't get it. Part of me thinks because they can. Okay. Because it's a product that you kind of have to have, you know? Diapers. You know, yeah. you know I, I, I go back to the era, of course, when I was a baby, you still use cloth diapers. I don't know that, you know. Mm. And I just can't imagine how bad that was. <laughs> you know? Right. And you had laundry services. Oh, sure. sure. You know, and it's like, who's got that job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hot sample, grab the bag. <laughs> Anyone that's ever had a diaper genie in their house, it just, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. It's just. <laughs> this uh, information from researchers, they say that capsaicin, the substance which gives chili peppers their hot, spicy taste, mm-hmm. can also keep multiple forms of cancer from growing. Really? Yeah. Wow. The biggest hurdle scientists have to overcome, however, is finding the best way of delivering capsaicin to patients. Researchers say their report is the first to examine sustained release formulations. And you've probably heard that term, capsaicin, on television ads and as an anti-cancer drug. It displayed an ability to significantly stifle the growth of a wide range of human cancers. Wow. Previous studies have also found that the chili pepper compound could serve as a key weapon in the fight against lung cancer. Interesting. Isn't it amazing how some things turn out? Yeah. Yeah. You know, who'd who dream it? Right. And how do how they, like, stumble over that? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. And I guess that they probably have specific departments, okay? You guys work on chili peppers. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> you guys work on chili peppers. <laughs> I just, uh, but it's amazing what some things end up doing. Right. Well, another cuckoo on the aircraft. Chicago police arrested a guy who exited a United flight through an emergency exit onto the wing while the plane was taxiing. (sighs) What makes you do that? (laughs) He probably got away with a... uh... With a citation with all of his brass knuckles and <laughs> knives. When the plane was approaching the gate, the passenger pulled the emergency exit and walked out onto the wing. He then slid down the wing and onto the airfield. United's ground crew stopped him. Police took him into custody. Hmm. Is that where they tackle him? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you run out real fast at him and just... right. Take him down hard on the tarmac. <laughs> Make a real spectacle. Yes. <clears throat> I just don't get what makes people do that. I don't either. Gosh. I always try to follow the rules. And, the, you know, there's still people on the plane when they say, come to a complete stop, folks, before we, you know. Yeah. Well, they're still up and doing Oh, I got to stand up, get my stuff. <laughs> Their bag's in your face. Right. You know, it's. Got to stand over someone's butt right next to you. It's, you know, no, it's, it's no wonder, really, if you think about it, why people lose it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't imagine this a toilet blown to smithereens by lightning. This from 
Okmulgee, Oklahoma. During a thunderstorm, the lightning bolt slipped through a vent. Oh, my God. And presumably followed either the metal or water or both to the crapper, where it stopped and blew the porcelain thrown to pieces. Imagine if you're on there. You, you wouldn't survive, would that you? That thing is just obliterated. <laughs> it's all black. I mean, it's... Oh, my gosh. Luckily, you have significant injuries. Like, oh, significant I, injuries. I mean, that thing is just, in, you know... And I, I presume it must have came up through the toilet, so it would have went right, you know, if you're sitting on it. <laughs> I remember we used to have a we, had a, we had a colleague that worked here that every time a thunderstorm came around, he always made, you know, now be sure and get out of the shower, get in the bathtub. Yeah. I always thought that was, I'm like, come on, dude. It's, it's, come on. It's true. And, and I mean, I've, I mean, <laughs> since then I've changed my tune, you know, but I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, come on. <laughs> What are the odds that it's it's? But here you go. I mean, I, I guess my grandmother years you know years ago was chased around the kitchen by a bolt of lightning that came out of a wall plug. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. It's just you know weird stuff. Yeah. One in a million. Sure. Sure. Luckily, nobody was in that apartment yet, but someone was set to move in. It's just unbelievable. Just the, you know, like the, the soot from the lightning, you know, stuck right. there on the side of the right. tank. If you'd been on there, it wouldn't have oh, been pleasant. No doubt. <laughs> so make sure you've used the bathroom prior to a storm as well. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right, kids. Got a warning. We got one rolling in, everybody. <laughs> Hurry up. Here's a... I think about that, like growing up, you know, in the country. Yeah. In you know Indiana, the Midwest, and we had we had nothing in front of our house, yeah. and so we could watch these storms roll in from the west, and and uh, and we just stand there and watch it. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're mesmerizing. They are, they are. And now it's like, okay, that was dumb. Probably should get inside, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> take some shelter. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I've set out on the porch. Oh yeah, in a lightning storm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> probably not the smartest thing. But. And then you know, a couple of years ago, where my parents still live, they one of their neighbors had a lightning strike, and I want to say it hit a tree in their front yard, and it obliterated every piece of electronics in their house. No kidding. The house next to them, and I want to say the next house after that, wow, it, it damaged some of their stuff. I mean, if it was plugged in, it was destroyed. I mean, my it was goodness, like that's terrible. Yeah. You don't think of that. But, no. You know, I guess that's why you have surge protectors, right? Would that have helped? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I guess you turn it into insurance. Right. Of course, they'll tell you it's not covered. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, you were good to go until. Well. <laughs> oh, this happened in June. Ooh, Sorry. <laughs> So there you go, some tidbits to wrap yeah. up the week. Okay. Uh, have a good weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day is upon us. So. I know we have a handful of women listening to us, so yeah. happy Mother's Day if you happen to be a mom listening to the show. You other young fellas, be nice to your mothers. That's right. There you go. And if you're one of the younger guys, be nice to mom, do something for her, yeah. get her a gift. Okay. I'll see you next week. All right, see you, buddy. All right.
This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.